Welcome to the Sleazy Podcast, the podcast about anything and everything, but mostly TV and movies. And now it's time to get sleazy. All right, you heard the intro. This is the Sleazy Podcast. I'm your host, Sleazy, and this is episode 67. Tonight, I'm joined by the ruthless Rob Zilla. What's up? And he hasn't been here like since May or something like that, maybe June. The mysterious one. Yeah, Mr. PBS is back home with us. Yay. Wait, wait. That's it? Where you yeah. been, dude? Uh, I have a life. I just, uh, you know, thought I'd live a little bit of it instead of being here. This is your life, sir. <laughs> no. You need God. to you need to get God no. You need to I've made some you mistakes need, along the it. way. You need to get with the program and get committed to your fans. Fans. Cuz people are wondering fans. where you've been all summer. They ask for you, man. I like people to wonder where I'm at cuz that means they don't know where I'm at, and that's the way I like it. <laughs> so they can't pinpoint you down on Friday nights. Right. Well, except for when you check in at the Ohio Theater, of course. My my summer home, my my summer villa. Is that where you take your mom out on your Friday night date? You guys get dressed up and no, but we go out. Do you have an ascot and a pipe? What do you go to eat beforehand or afterwards? Well, I mean, it's uh, it's usually nine, ten, or eleven by the time it gets done. So you guys don't have dinner at all. Nah, nah. we might go like if we do the Sunday afternoon show, might get some Wendy's or something. Oh, I figured you would have went all out. Nah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you're in your you're in your tux, so I figured you'd be you know taking her down to get the finest seasoned burger with salt on it. Mm, yeah, no, no, nope. It's a very casual affair. Okay, so what do you get when you go to the high? Do you get anything to drink or eat while you're there? Do they have a concession? Yeah, they got they got you know your normal candy and pop and all that stuff. I usually just take like a water or drink with me. Oh, they let you carry the water? Yeah, yeah they don't they don't really care. I don't think. Now, mom, mom might bring like a little. Little baggy snacks, some M Ms or something like that, or some popcorn. Does she bring you a little baggy? Yeah, oh, she's like, "Here's your favorite, boo." Yeah, thanks, mom. But yeah, they got they got you know pop and I don't know. I think they do with like some beer and wine too. And you get a little doc- diet Dr Pepper when you go in there. Occasionally, occasionally. Say, I, I usually just bring my a water or something, just kind of okay. Wet my whistle during we, the film. We've we've been wet <laughs> your whistle. We've been wondering. <laughs> we've been wondering like what you do when you go in there, where you sit. You know, if everybody's like, oh, my God, that's Kyle. He's he's here. He runs the group. Or if you have, like, a VIP section roped off just for you. Nope. Nobody cares. <laughs> just, uh, we got, we got uh, you know, I like to sit up in the, uh, I think it's the loge, they call it, the mezzanine, whatever you want to call it. And then, and then one Friday, he wasn't even here. And he didn't even go to the movies, from what I gather. Yeah, was that two Fridays ago? Yeah, well, no, two, that was two Fridays in a row. Two Fridays in a row that Damn. you could have come and you skipped out. Well, one one of those Fridays I did work like a fifty six hour week. Who gives a shit? I do. I very much do. <laughs> you I had a day off to rest. Was tired. No, that was my day off to rest, <laughs> and I worked that day. And Lord forbid you leave the house and come see your friends, and and or you let guys. your fans know what you're up to. <laughs> and then we see this motherfuckers on Facebook watching. Uh, us, us, and making ch- bacon chocolate chip cookies. Mm. I was like, "What the fuck?" I threw my phone <laughs> down. I was like, "This motherfucker." He went on a rampage. <laughs> I was like, "I can't believe he dissed us like that." Piece of shit. I did. You know, hot sauce. He's not here tonight because he had to work late. And yeah, those bad guys. I really wanted to hear his story about his uh, uh, 
pizza eating contest from the Fiery Foods Festival last week. Yeah, if you didn't chance to check it out, it's on um, the Sleazy Podcast. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is there. It's not very long, but... He did good. He even said it wasn't it wasn't that hot to him. It's just the crust. It was I sitting get, there. I watched it again. I'm like, where did that dude catch him? Because he was killing it there for a while. That guy, well, like when that guy started off, he just he put like two pieces together, folded and just start eating it. And then it was he so was going the competitive route. Yeah, yeah, but it was so funny because after I interviewed Hot Sauce, there was a security guard talking to us. He's like, "We should have done, man. Just ate all the all the pizza and just left the crust because you won by technicality." And Hot Sauce was like, "Where the fuck were you at?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no rule saying you had to eat the crust, right? Because that's what it was slowing him down. But you know, you're just eating. If that's the case, they would have had to have said that beforehand. Like, even yeah, the crust has to be eaten, right? But the whole point was to eat the hot pizza. Yeah, it, well, it, you can. You had to eat the most, and whoever had the least won. So if you ate everything, just left the crust. You're some people win. were tapping out like after a slice. Though one dude had it. He literally had like maybe four like bites. He was sitting there like sweating, shaking, like arms crossed, feet going. I would have been. I'd have thrown Jesus. up. Yeah. I'm not. I don't do hot shit. So then, of course, Tracy. They had like a leftover piece. Tracy had. It. She's like, "Oh, it's not that hot." I said, "What the fuck ever? I don't want to hear." Why that. didn't you go up there then? Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. She can go up how there. Do, how does a girl that can handle all this hot stuff end up with bland Robzilla? I know. I'm. Well, he's not very. He's not very bland. He's got a a very exquisite palate. Yeah. He's not like us. He goes out. He gets his salads, and then he wants to go to fancy restaurants. And yeah. can you can you tell what uh, region of the country the lettuce is from? No, I haven't. Been, I'm not that skilled yet. Just give me time. Rob's, Rob's like, uh, what, what was it you, you were eating that you were telling everybody about? Uh, bone marrow? Yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> He's like, I've had bone marrow before. And it's fucking delicious. Not just delicious, it's fucking delicious. Yeah. So that doesn't tell you where his palate's at. I, like, some of these places, I'm like, I don't, I don't care about it. Like, why would I need to go in there? I don't need to go in there and see all these these rich fucks in there over spending money on overpriced food. I don't even need the experience to eat that food. I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> Just take me to a burger joint or a wing joint. Got to mix up a little. Hell, bit. take me to Bob Evans and let me get some pancakes or something. I'll be cool. Mm. I don't need all that shit. It's that's a fucking waste of money. Put that shit in your savings you just, account. You just, you just have a peasant palate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unsophisticated palate. I've been groomed to eat poor people food all this time. Rob, Rob Zilla's over here eating lamb. I'll tell you fresh, this. Fresh born in Scotland. Instead of going to those yuppie restaurants, I'd rather sit in my fucking house and eat a cheese mustard sandwich. And, and eat a cheese refried mustard. pizza. <laughs> and eat a what? And eat a, eat, a, eat a microwaved pizza. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. I, I don't know. Those, kind of, those do get old. and Yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's old. But no, I I don't need to uh, go to a, a fancy restaurant. I've I've been in a couple before, and I'm just like, yeah, it, it is what it is. It's all the same shit, you know. Now, but have you ever been to one where like they actually put the menu down in front of you and they put your uh, napkin down in your your uh, your no? Lap? But I can't remember. It's like the one of the new um, uh, steak restaurants we went for our anniversary. That's like. They'll take your plates and they take like this like little comb and comb the crust like off the table yeah. and wipe it off. I mean, it was good, but this is like an anniversary thing. So, do they ever do they ever look at you and say to Tracy, "Excuse me, ma'am, but your special needs son needs a jacket." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a jacket and a tie. He can't eat here. <laughs> now, I mean, I like a good steakhouse. Don't get me wrong on that. That's, steak yeah. is the fucking shit. Yeah, and uh, I love a good steak, but I don't. You know, I can get a good steak at a nice. You know, Texas-style, you know, steakhouse. Yeah. doesn't need to be 
you know, a, a place down in fucking short north or some shit that's going to mm-hmm. overcharge me for the, the, the filet. Do you, do you even know what a Michelin star is, buddy? Do you even know? Probably not. Robzilla knows people who knows people who knows what Michelin star is. What's are. the big, what's uh, the guy that owns the restaurants here in Columbus? Uh, Cameron Mitchell. Yeah, Cameron Mitchell. Rob's Rob's like, I've studied Cameron Mitchell. And <laughs> no. I know what dishes to get at this restaurant and what to order at this particular time. And Yeah. He, the, is he the guy who does the Ruby Steakhouse or whatever? Or the, I, it's some, whatever it is. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of the, like, Hyde Park or yeah. something like that. I think they did an interview with him on the news, like one of the sort of infomercial kind of kind of things, you know. And you could tell he was like he's smoking during the whole interview, but they, you know, they they're yeah. sensitive about that now, so they're like hiding the cigarette behind like a glass of water and stuff. Old Whatever. school gentleman, right there. <laughs> Whatever. I just like, I just don't see like spending that absorbent amount of money on a meal, you know, or a twenty minute or and forty five minute experience. I should say, mm. like, do to you me- do you understand, Rob, what he's calling a exorbitant amount? He obviously doesn't have as much money banked as you do. No. It's pennies to rub. Obviously pennies. Even if I was rich, that would be a lot of money to me, though. Like, I don't know. Like, I just wouldn't be blowing money at, like, fancy restaurants like that. I'd be be more worried about, like, losing my money at some point in life and needing to save as much as I could. Well, you know those... Rich people are are famously penny pinchers, you know. Oh yeah, they are. So it it is in a way, it's almost kind of counterintuitive that you think they'd spend all that money on food. Yeah, but I guess there's like two different types of rich people. There's rich people that have an endless amount of money that blow. I mean, their if money. you're Jeff Bezos, what do you care? Yeah, yeah. and then there's the rich people that are you know they cook for themselves and they really bank all their money and they they drive a fucking ninety two Honda Civic all these years because they they you know. They don't see the point of having a car payment or anything. They want as much money as they can in the bank. So, I mean, it, I guess it just depends what category you fall in. I don't fall in either one of those. No. Well, I mean, so it's like we don't really do it after all, you know, often anymore. So, you know, we do it every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, because you broke the bank doing but, all that shit. No, it's just Are you trying no to point? say the, the love is gone, Rob? The love is gone already? No. After his, did you listen to the show when he told us about his proposal? No, no, I didn't. Uh, see, you missed out on some good quality shows while you were gone. He don't give a shit. I saw the pictures. That was, that was enough. Did That's you see the dog cage next to the proposal site? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I might have missed the dog cage. Yeah. I did, they, I did see the brownie. Hot sauce specifically called him out on it. He was like, dude, you proposed in a garage next to a d- fucking dog cage. Motherfucker, it was raining. What do you expect? Did you did you spell that out in rose petals, Rob? Is that what it was? Rob, no, it wasn't candles. You know how many, candles. how many, how many, how much more brownie points you would have got if you'd have been out on the rain? Down on your knee. This ain't the fucking notebook, homie. You, she would have loved you forever for that. Doing that, doing that sign thing they did in Love Actually or whatever. Right. I don't know what happened there. That's uh, that's got what's the guy from? Uh, Is it John Walking Cusa? Dead? Oh, um, uh, Andrew. Um, oh, Andrew Lincoln. He stands Andrew out. I don't know. He's standing outside and he's got like everything written on big white poster boards because he can't talk because he's in love with a woman who's engaged or married. Or, I don't know. And it's like, I'm just a boy standing here asking a girl, blah, blah, blah. He can't talk, though? Yeah, because he, he just got poster boards. Is he mute? Or? No, no, he's like standing like right outside her kitchen. Oh, and like her, so he just wants her to read it from a distance. Yeah, yeah. He, he, does, he can't say anything because the family or whatever were here, I guess. I, okay. So that, that would have been Rob standing out there. I'm going to have to watch this movie now just to see this scene. You just have to watch the clip. I've never seen the movie. but <laughs> Yeah, I've just seen like trailers for it. It's, it's, one, of those, it. it's one of those... You, rom- you both specifically knew about it like, pretty it's well. It's one of those romantic comedy cliches now. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, do you think Rob is like, I'm just looking for somebody to drive me to work? <laughs> <laughs> somebody that will be able to take me to work, pick me up, 
and then take me to the grocery store to buy salad and pepperoni. Would you do me the honor of being my chauffeur for the rest of my life? <laughs> <laughs> I bought you a little hat. I bought you a little hat. I just want gloves. somebody that won't call me a piece of shit like Kyle <laughs> and Eric. Um. Okay, so uh, how was everybody's week? It was good. I mean, you know, really, how was your week, Rob? It was fun. Really? Yeah, what do you really? I fucking screamed at him all last night mm-hmm. while like, we took him out on his driving mm-hmm. lessons. Mm-hmm. I felt bad at the end of the night. I was like, I really yelled at him a lot. He's going to be driving around with PTSD now for the rest <laughs> no. of his... No, I mean, I don't care about it. It's because he's teaching me how to be a good driver, I'm, I'm so like, I don't bother me. I'm trying to break some habits of his, and then I'm trying to get him to, to drive correctly. Mm-hmm. And he's just not he's not breaking them. Look, you gotta like, realize though, he's been playing need for speed longer than he's been playing. No, driving. no, he hasn't. <laughs> I think if games. he I think he had been playing need for speed, he'd be fucking tearing it up right now. <laughs> but he's just like he shows like like moments of brilliance. Mm-hmm. Like like, oh, I think he's getting it now. And then it's just like go, like one moment will change everything and it just goes all downhill from there. He's one of those guys you got he's got like one one pedal on the gas and one pedal to brake at all times. So it's no, no, I'm not that Rob, bad about that. Rob, Rob, get like, we'll go, we'll start to move the car, and then he just doesn't hit the gas, and he's literally idling all the way to the stop sign. And I'm like, hey, buddy, you got to hit the gas he's and get up coaster. to the stop sign. A coaster. Yeah, I do that sometimes. A lot and of times. He, then he drifts. He almost hit a fucking mailbox last night, dude. <laughs> and you know, like, I just, it's one of those things where you can't even like look. You have, you mean, a hundred percent of your time has to be focused on him, and because if you look down at your phone to check the time, like I did, you'll look up and see a mailbox getting ready to hit you in the fucking eyeball, <laughs> and he just barely missed it by like, I mean, we're talking centimeters, dude, and I just like lost it after that. I was like, Rob, you have got to stop fucking drifting, be on the other fucking side of the lane and stay there. But I felt bad after that because I did yell. I mean, I yelled at him, and I'm like, I shouldn't yell at him because I know he's already nervous when he's driving, and that might do something to him and and prevent him from getting this confidence. Well, so it's I, just I don't. I mean, I I don't realize I'm drifting until it's right there. I realize I'm pulling to my no, right. So. No, he just he just he doesn't even know. He's just it's like he does the same shit when he walks. When he walks, <laughs> he drifts over to the right side too. You're one of those people who can't walk in a damn straight line. Yeah. He can't walk in a straight line. He can't drive in a straight line. But I don't know. I I, maybe, I told him maybe we don't know. But he's, he's had like a stroke. You know, like when you have a yeah. stroke, like you can't, you lose like your peripheral. Yeah, if that's what it is. But Bobby I told him okay. I was like, from now on, when we're fucking driving, if you start drifting, I'm just gonna fucking clock you <laughs> until you stop fucking drifting. And eventually, he'll stop drifting. Just get an air horn, right? Unless he likes getting yeah. yelled at, that's gonna cause a wreck. <laughs> I wonder if he does. Like, I wonder if he just like, let's see if I can get Eric to yell at me real quick. Drift. He's like, yeah, yeah, call me dirty name. Yeah. <laughs> call me a piece of shit. Cuss at silly me. Fucker. He Cuss like at he me. like he pulls the uh, he pulls the lighter out of the ashtray and like burns it. Like, yeah. But I was like <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, literally, I was like, Rob, you have got to stop fucking drifting. You're gonna fucking hit something, just like you almost did right now. But he does a good job, and then it's just like it's just hit and miss. And uh, we gotta correct those problems and get him to where he's he's let me He's ask solid you a question, all the way Rob through. Zilla. Yes. How did you get here this evening? Oh, my dad dropped me off. Yeah, and oh, why did. didn't Why didn't he you did, drive did over here? Hmm? Why didn't you drive over here? I wanted to watch him again. Uh, what do you need to watch him for? It's your time <laughs> to drive now. Okay. How, many, how many years have you been watching him drive? Yeah. 
Well, because I told Rob, I was like, hey, if you're not driving, look at pick up on some things that people do while they're driving. Oh, there was your mistake. Mainly, like, how to handle the fucking wheel. Because Rob drives to drive it like it's a fucking boat. But mm. You have to get him to take some notes so he can log his, his observation hours. <laughs> yeah. Observation hours. That's funny. But no, you, you, should you put be, your foot on the gas. What did we? Did what did what did Jay Bone and I just tell you last night? Drive you as much as be, I can. You should be mm-hmm. driving as much as you can, which means you should have drove over here tonight. Yeah, but he just won't do it for some reason. He's like, oh, I can get away with not driving tonight. He, he found his chauffeur for life. How about no. you? So, so how was your week? Oh, my week was, was just dandy. I, I, I see you got a new concert T-shirt on. Yes, yes. I haven't been to a concert in. Maybe years at this point. You were pretty close, too. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were, um, we were, I went to see uh, uh, Iron Maiden on their U.S. tour. I took our buddy Jason with us. This was like one of my bucket list bands. Like when I was like in my early 20s, they were like my band. So when I saw that they were coming through and they were going to be in Ohio, I'm like, all right, I got to go. I just have to go. So uh, I got tickets. I, I didn't get in early enough. I would have liked to have gotten uh, standing tickets in the pit. I would have been happy with that. But I didn't quite get that, but we still got pretty close. And I mean, it was just a hell of a show. You know, Iron Maiden is known sort of for their theatrics, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 kind of at the point where I, you know, the music's got to be good, obviously. But I, I kind of like a little theatrics with my show, like Iron Maiden, Alice Cooper, that kind of thing's always kind of cool. Yeah. To go like that extra mile. But that was like my, my, my like my first concert in at least a year or two. So I was just really kind of stoked to get out there and check it out down in Cincinnati on the Riverbend. That's nice. a that's a good place to go. Yeah, it was. Uh, it it was, reminds me of the old Polaris. Yeah, it used to be here. Um, so you got to see Iron Maiden? Is that all? Yeah, that's that's most of my week. It was a kind of a short week. I had a had a long work week last week, so I took a short week this week. Okay, to cool. recover, catch up on a few shows here and there. My week was just you know, it w- it was a little crazy. Mm. I got to say, it, w- it was a little crazy, and. Not only was I censored on Facebook, mm-hmm. which we'll get into that after I went to jail. Got, you got zucked. I did. They put me in Facebook jail. But uh, so, you know, the Facebook jail thing happened, and then driving with Rob happened on Thursday night, and that's that can be in its own form a little little stressful at times because you you know thought you were gonna die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are moments where you're like, oh shit. Yeah, this could be it. No, it's not that bad, but it's I mean, just stressful because you want to you want him to get to where you want him at, and uh, it's not happening as fast as I'd like it to. You'd think now that he's got like a lady to live for, and not just some some wrestling, that he'd he'd be watching his life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyways, I'm sitting at the light this morning, and. I'm just jamming. Uh, it's a red light to turn into the street where my job's at. And all of a sudden, it just, like, I thought my car stalled. It was like, boom. And I didn't realize it, but the, I look up, you know, I look down. And I'm like, the lights are on. Uh, the car's running. And I look in the rearview mirror, and there's this Indian chick behind me. I mean, just wide-eyed, <laughs> wide-eyed open, like, oh, shit. And... I don't, she I, she she was terrified, dude. First of all, I don't know if she just saw like bald guy with sunglasses. <laughs> He's about to fucking, you know, go MAGA on my ass. The, the big boss man's gonna come back. Here. Yeah, <laughs> like, she really thought I was about to go MAGA on her ass, you know. And uh, so I get out, and you know, at this point, the the light has turned green, and people are honking. Yeah. They didn't, you know, and they're going around, and and uh, she was terrified when I walked up to the car. She was like, "Did I hit you?" 
And I was like, yeah, your bumper's on my bumper right now. Uh, you, you bumped me. And I think what happened was she nodded off and just idled into me. Yeah. But I she mean, was, if, if it wasn't enough to set your airbags off, it couldn't No, have no. And uh, she was really cute. She was a cute Indian girl. And uh, she, she was a nursing student, it looked like, at the school next to my job. And I was like, uh, I was like, uh, you know, is, are you okay? You know, and she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she's just like goes to jump out of her car. I'm like, you don't have to get out of your car. Everything's cool. You know, you, you just tap me. You know, I, you know, you just bump me. And uh, she goes, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, and I, I'm not trying to be racist, with, uh, you know, how she sounds. She had the typical, like, Indian accent. Yeah. And she was Indian, obviously. But uh, and uh, she was just so over-apologetic to me. And I was like, hey, it's cool. Are you all right? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. And she, you could tell she was just so terrified yeah. that I was going to yell at her, call her a piece of shit. Was she younger? Yeah. Uh, she looked like she was in her early 20s, probably. You know, when you're young and you get in a, l- a little accident, it can really... Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when you get in an accident, you get shaky. And, and especially... Uh, especially if it's your fault. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that she nodded off and it just scared her to, to shit, you know? Mm. Like, oh, fuck, I fell asleep and hit somebody. And I don't think she realized how hard she hit me or anything like that. She mm. just kind of snapped out of it. But... And I was... She was like, she was like reaching out to shake my hand, and she was like, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry," and I'm just like, "Hey, it's oh, it's over. You, don't worry about it. No need to be sorry. It, it, shit happens, you know." And then I get into work, and I tell everybody at work, and they're like, "Why didn't you get her number? Exchange information." Yeah, and I'm just like, "Yeah, she's an in, you know, she's an Indian chick. She don't want nothing to do with a little white guy like me." <laughs> and uh, so you know, the 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 whole thing around the office was that next week I'd be at an Indian celebration in full get up, you know. <laughs> Just like in the office, with what's yeah, that episode of the yeah. office where he goes? Yeah. And he wants to be part of it and wear the ceremonial robe. <laughs> well, he, well, then he goes and he's got double headed Michael. Yeah, doesn't he show up with double headed Michael though? Yeah, he thought it was just like a, a like a, a dress costume, up, costume party. party, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't exactly. But I mean, I just felt bad. She was a super sweet girl, and and who knows what's going through her mind in today's climate yeah. that we live in. But you know, she sees this bald guy and get out of the car. They kind of like whipped it in the park and got up real quick, and she was just terrified. I was like, "Oh shit, man! I hope I don't make this girl cry." It's a big white American. He's probably got a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's probably what she's thinking too. You know, like, "Oh shit! I hope I don't die or something." You know, but uh, it, that was how my morning started Did off. It, she leave a dent or anything, or was just no, no. She just bumped me like, and it was a hard bump because I thought my car like kind of like stalled there for a minute. You know, your yeah. car jerks when you stall. It was like that. And uh, like I got out and I was like, oh shit! And behold, this is gorgeous looking Indian chick there. But uh, everybody's like, you're gonna start going over to that school now and <laughs> seeing if you can find her. And I'm like, nah, I'm not. I ain't got that much energy to waste. Yeah, so, so I used to joke with the guy, you know, stalking a young lady. That's, that's a young man's game. It's a young man's <laughs> game. A young I don't man's have the game. energy for that kind of stuff anymore. Now, if I can't find you on Facebook, I'm not putting the effort into it nowadays. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But the young man's game. It's not every day that you get hit by a gorgeous Indian chick, you know, because I got to admit, I got a thing for Indian chicks. I mean, not just because of like, uh, well, what nationality is Mia Khalifa? I think she's like American. Indian. Yeah, American. <laughs> I think Indian descent as well. Yeah, that well, what descent is she, you know? Ah. But, uh, that you know, 
you, you, you always like draw parallels to attractive chicks that you see, and you're like, oh man, you know. It's like a setup for he's a movie scene that gets, happened. Yeah. He he gets rear-ended, and he's already fantasizing. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, this could be my Mia Khalifa. And then I'm like, ah, no, not, can't find her. I got to get to work. <laughs> and that, that was that was actually the first thing on my mind was like, man, I can't be fucking late for work. <laughs> it's Friday, dude. I got to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I can't be hanging around work late on a Friday. Yeah. Like, I don't want to stay late. So I was like, I'm just going to check this. And if it's fine, it's fine. And I'm going. And sure enough, they, it's pretty much what I did, and everybody everybody just drilled me all day long. Why didn't you get her phone number? I'm like, because she, she just fucking hit somebody. She's not worried about that. Like, that poor girl just wants to get to school and get the fuck off the road now, you know? Right. But that was, that was you know, my week in a shell, you know? Just one thing from Facebook to another to Robert to fucking getting hit, in the, you know, this morning. It's not how you like to start your morning. No. Especially no. mornings. <laughs> yeah. And... You know, that caused me to be 15 minutes late at work. You know, I'd have been out of there 15 minutes earlier. So I was like, oh, that fucking sucks. But <laughs> it is what it is. You know, you just deal with it and move on. But to talk about the Facebook censorship part, censorship. Uh, I was censored on Facebook this week. I was censored. Persecution. Yes. And, and you know what? It was blatant censorship. It was. I mean, after what we did later on in the day, uh, between Muzz sharing the yeah. same, about the same event, but through CNN, it was censorship. They went through. They didn't do anything to him. Hmm. And ladies and gentlemen, here's what I did. They delayed the movie The Hunt because supposedly people are outraged because it's uh, liberals that are paying to hunt um uh, you know, uh, fictional, deplorables. fictionalized deplorables. And not that I'm getting political here, but I shared a news clip from Fox News, and it was just a news clip with them interviewing an actor about what they should do, uh, you know, should they make movies like this or yada, yada, yada. And as soon as I hit the share button, it was like blocked. You've been uh, blocked for 24 hours for sharing nudity and sexual activity. I'm like, nudity and sexual activity? It's a fucking Fox News anchor talking to an actor. There's no fucking nudity. There's nothing. There's nothing on it. and It's on YouTube, folks. They don't have nudity on YouTube. It gets flagged and taken down. And so we share this within our group. And even Hot Sauce was like, I don't see the issue with it. And then I shared it with you guys in the group of Muzz, and everybody, everybody was like, what's the big deal? There's no nudity here. So I appealed it once, lost the first appeal. So then I go back and I appeal it twice to make a Facebook review team member mm -hmm. look at it. Lost it immediately. I mean, I mean, within 15 to 20 minutes, lost it. And they're just like, uh, we have confirmed that this does contain nudity and sexual activity, and you will be banned for 24 hours because of this. And I'm just like, why do you have to ban someone, first of all, for posting something? You know, not everything that you know could contain that. So why don't they just delete it and tell you not to post it, first of all? Well, I posted it once. Uh, I don't remember what song it was, but there's a, a Pixies album called Surfer Rosa. And, on, yeah. and mm -hmm. on the YouTube link, it had the cover of the album. And the album cover has like a, a naked Spanish woman on it. Yeah. So they flagged that, like li wouldn't let me share it after so long or whatever. But I didn't get banned for that or anything. Yeah, I got banned for and 24 it fucking had a, hours. A, a naked woman on the front of the album. <laughs> I mean, this had pictures of, uh, 
you know, like the people were like gagged or whatever, but they were clothed. I think that's probably what it was. And, but yet again, I don't understand. But that. there's no sexual yeah. activity or nudity there. They'll probably label it as that as why. But yeah, but but still, it doesn't matter. Like it shouldn't be banned. Period. Like if it's if it's uh, sensitive material, they should blur it and put this is sensitive material. Do you want to see it? And then you click uncover. Yeah. Just like they've always fucking done. Because you know what that they're doing with that? That's censorship. Just like I've said. And you know who fucking does that? China and Russia and a bunch of other fucking countries that are fucking communists. You know that the internet should reflect our values as Americans. And, you know, your right to freedom of speech and whatnot. Now, should you be able to go online and, and fucking threaten somebody or uh, have a hate group of some sort that threatens, a you know, a specific ethnicity? No, you shouldn't. That stuff should be banned. But we're talking about a fucking news article about a fucking movie being, you know, cut from its release date over a bunch of bullshit. Yep. That's what we're talking about. Try to silence you. Yeah, and they don't want anybody to talk about it because it was from a fucking Fox News link. They fucking banned it because it was a Fox News link. Because I'll tell you what, even the CNN link had a picture of them uh, with the fucking right with ball, the ball gag running around in a field. So that is bullshit. If they said it was because of that, mm. and it wasn't, it was because it was a Fox News fucking link. And they don't want you to see one side of an argument. They want you to see another side. And I'm no conservative by any means, folks. I'm just going to say that. I, I try to keep politics out of the show, but I'm not a conservative. I don't agree with most conservatives on most things. But at the same time, I don't think that they should be silenced or the, the media that they get their, their stuff from should be silenced. Right. If that stuff is shared on Facebook, then it should be fact-checked, and it should have the little fact-check below it. It should have a Snopes article that goes below it or some sort of of a thing like that. It shouldn't be fucking banned like we're in fucking China and we have to abide by rules like that. Get the er fuck out of here. This is America. And everything should be fact-checked either. We're not, you know, being biased, but it's the truth. Everything should be, be fact-checked, but it's the truth. But, but I mean, at what point do we say you can't share shit from Fox News that it keeps going and going and going to that there's only one source of opinions and uh, stories that you're seeing and news that you're seeing? It's not healthy. No. It's not healthy, and I don't condone it one bit. They they need to fucking stop this shit. Facebook is too big. They're trying to regulate themselves, and they can't fucking do it, and they're doing shit like this that's pissing people off because I wasn't the only one that got banned for that. I went on the YouTube comments. There were several people that said they got banned 24 hours just for sharing that. I think you showed that to us. Yeah. yeah, it's bullshit. I, I tweeted the shit out of that to Fox News and CNN and all that. Because, I mean, they're, they're controlling content at that point, and they shouldn't be controlling the content. They should give you they should at least give you the choice of seeing it and then taking the time to tell you whether if this is true or false. Mm. That's my opinion on the matter. What do you think, Mr. PBS, since you're pretty... You're on this political side. I'm, uh, I'm waiting on you to uh, get interviewed by Sean Hannity on this one. No, I, would uh, love to, I would love to take the interview. Like, I, would, I would interview on it. I'd be like, listen, I hate all you motherfuckers at Fox News, <laughs> except for maybe, uh, what's, what's the... Uh, Shep Smith. Shep Smith, yeah. he's an actual Yeah, like, actual he's, reporter. he's an actual, like, does a shit. And maybe Neil Cavuto. Is Neil Cavuto still on? Yeah, but he's, he's, on, like, he's on Fox Business, but he's, he's kind I of like a Neil. Too. I like Neil back in the day. I used to watch Neil in high school. But I would go on there, and I would talk, and I would say, hey, look... I have uh, left-leaning political views, and I think this is bullshit. 
No one should be fucking silenced. And, you know, I wanted to specifically show the argument that they were having on this because they wanted to have the argument that you should pull this movie and not make this movie, period. That you needed to be respectful to today's climate. And I don't think that's possible. I think if if you want to make something, then it's your right under the First Amendment to make that movie and put it out. It's your fucking right to do it. Yet again, if they're not doing that censorship, you know, they're controlling. It doesn't matter if there's, you know, like, as as sensitive as uh, gun violence is today and the school shootings that go on and the mass shootings that go on and stuff, if somebody wants to make a fucking movie about it, they have every fucking right to make a movie about it. I don't fucking care. It's their right as, the uh, you know, an American under the First Amendment to do that. And if, if companies choose to carry the movie, if AMC, or, then that's fine. That's a different story, which they wouldn't carry it. It would just be released under whatever platform. Yeah. And you as an individual choose whether you want to watch it or not. It's not anybody's job to regulate what you fucking watch. You know, that's my opinion on the fact of the matter. Yeah. Like the FCC is bullshit. They shouldn't be regulating what's on the radio and TV. Fuck that. Like this, this shit is ridiculous though, and it's only going to get worse. I'm telling people right now, like pretty soon, like if you if you're having an unconductable uh, manner in a picture, they'll ban it or whatever. Like, oh, he, you're, you've got a sexual pose here. We can't have that. It's banned. Yeah, the fuck out of here. Yeah. I, uh, so what are these uh, Instagram models going to do now? <laughs> get a real fucking job. Yeah, yeah obviously. No matter how hot you are, how big your titties are, they're going to be working. Gonna at, be, uh, they're going to be working at the recycling plant in fucking China now because yeah. they can't post pictures that they want. You cover your tits. You work. <laughs> I would. Uh, that was a good one, Rob. <laughs> yeah. I would uh, highly discourage anybody from watching, let alone sharing anything from Fox News. But your point is certainly taken because there was nothing in that clip that was no, sensible as far as I know. I and wanted, I understand why you shared that one. Yeah. Because you specifically I, wanted to talk about why they were talking about yes. it. Yes. And, and it was a good argument. And it, 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 there was nothing wrong with their argument, like, as far as them presenting it. They're yeah. allowed to have that yeah. opinion. Yeah. And I just wanted to say I don't agree with it yeah. and, and challenge it. Yeah. And, and I wanted to have a healthy discussion with it yeah. in a, a group. Yeah, but they wouldn't so allow I, it. So yeah. I certainly don't understand, like you, why you would have been banned at all. Let, like you said, it could have just been a, a content warning or something. But it, I don't even think it warranted that, honestly. But like you said, I think people are so used to Fox News being kind of garbage, facts wise. Yeah. But like it wasn't even about facts necessarily. Like you said, it was a discussion about a film that itself was being censored because it was being pulled. yes. So you know, I and. I, I messaged you guys in the group and said this. You know, I shared a clip from uh, the Orville where there's a Dolly Parton song and yeah. and one of the alien characters is like, this is our, our battle cry now. Dolly Parton working nine to five and all that. <laughs> and Facebook sent me a thing saying, we've muted, partially muted this clip. Yeah, they do that shit. And I'm like, no, I have the right to show this on my personal Facebook page. This isn't, it's, and my, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe my page is set to public. It's set so people can see that I'm on there and all that. But it's it's a private Facebook page, so I don't understand how they can sense or could even do that with what I'm sharing on a personal page. So, like you said, it's just it's gotten to the point where Facebook is so big, and it does have a responsibility to fact check and s- sort of keep an eye on content. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, as it should. Like I like I said, nobody should be posting a manifesto or right. uh, threatening to harm anybody on there, or you know. Going out and live broadcasting, then murdering people on a shooting rampage, but it's just bullshit, though. Like it was, it's like I said, the movie itself 
quite clear. It's from Blumhouse, who's yeah. done you know all these movies like The Purge and all that. So I think it's kind of quite clear. And I don't know about you guys, I didn't even realize the angle was liberals. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize it until they, they. I didn't think none of it. I thought it was just another movie of rich people hunting poor people. people. Yeah, I mean that's the base. Yeah. I've seen that and concept it, so many times. It's and been I, told yeah. as long as movies have been yeah. around. Yeah. I mean they've been making uh, the most dangerous game based on Stephen Crane or whatever for you know seventy years or whatever. Mm-hmm. But and that's that's sort of the funny thing. I had almost no interest in this movie. I kind of want to see it now, but I'm willing to bet that it's largely satirical. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that's the whole point of having, you know, liberals who hate guns hunting a bunch of Trump supporters. You know, yeah. So that's that actually are you know end up like winning at the yeah. end, <laughs> yeah, or something. So something come on, silly. people, it's fucking stupid. So yeah, I don't, I don't agree with them pulling the movie, and I don't particularly agree with them banning anybody for sharing this one just because this one happened to be from Fox News, even though I'm sure they let a other a lot of other uh, garbage slip through. Yeah. Yeah. So they worry about worry about censoring us and quit putting stupid ass fucking ads on Facebook that it, I don't want to see. It's just it's dumb. And and then yeah, they're the, the and then that's a whole nother thing, the money machine that Facebook is, you know. They've got a right to fucking, you know, go around and censor people when they're still in fucking data data and fucking recording people without their knowledge and you know, shit not being in the user agreement. Fuck them, dude. No, I, re- I really hope somebody comes along and makes a better platform, even though I don't see it happening. Oh, there's a well, eventually. There's news stories about how, like, you got these, uh, like, gambling games, like slot machine games. Yeah. They go through Facebook now and they just, like, hound these people to keep playing. They get them, like, addicted. And face- yeah. And Facebook and other platforms get, like, a ton of money from dude, it. Dude, these people in fucking Silicon Valley, they're fucking smart. They know what they're doing. They know. They know what happens when you see a like and it activates, you know, that those chemicals in your brain that get you hooked. And they fucking they've got us all hooked, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no conspiracy theory about that. They know what they're fucking I doing. Don't, I don't know That's if you guys facts. watched that uh, the Netflix documentary yet, The Great Hack about Facebook and Cambridge Analytica. I watched part of it. I, I haven't finished I it. Fin- I got to watch it. And they and they talk about stuff like that like they they know they get you addicted to it. I I put something on Facebook like Honestly, we should probably all get off social media at this point. Yeah. If it weren't such like a, a big part of our lives. Well, you know, like that day that I was bitching about being censored, I go on Twitter. Twitter's just as bad, dude. Mm-hmm. Like they, uh, I was, uh, you know, I just followed the hashtag censorship and people were complaining that they removed hashtag Hillary body counts, but they wouldn't remove hashtag Trump body counts. Mm-hmm. So they didn't want there to be any negative part on Hillary. And, you know, Twitter is controlling a, a, a left side kind of point of view to where they're removing conservative uh, um, thoughts and stuff of that nature, too. And I think Twitter Twitter's kind of a different thing because they they've allowed for a long time, I believe, like white supremacist. Yeah. Voices to have yeah. And now they're trying to crack down overly hard on it. But yeah, I mean, they've had terrorists and all kinds of stuff on Twitter, too. So but I mean, yeah, they are responsible for some of these things and. At some point, you have to realize that there are laws, too. But then again, you shouldn't censor people that are sharing regular news stories and stuff like that. That shouldn't be censored. That should be fact-checked. Yeah. We're just in the process of finding a balance. Because, I mean... Until they get regulated of some sort. I think that's coming eventually. It has to at this point. All these social media platforms. They're failing miserably. Mm -hmm. And the more stuff that these reporters dig and dig and dig, and they find that they're recording people and... Mm -hmm. It's just going to keep getting worse for them because these old white people are terrified of, you know, Facebook and the Senate. (laughs) 
So it's only a matter of time before they pass legislation to control them. Mm-hmm. All, all these social media sites, they're almost... Uh... They're a step away at points from being just like uh, mass media propaganda. Yeah. I mean, that's what they are. And, you know, I've said something about the censorship before, you know, with like YouTube and uh, I think Hot Sauce was like, uh, well, you know, that I don't buy into that's conspiracy. I think it's pretty well said now that they're trying to control the content. So whether, you know, it's content that they agree with, that is different. But they are controlling content. Well, you have to ask yourself, are these business is too big yeah because obviously facebook and youtube and all that have some degree of a right to regulate their content but when they're basically like a a, a utility in a way yeah because everybody uses them then they you know they have uh people public issue people post jobs on there uh so now now it's a job board so people are using it to find jobs so therefore, it is like you said, almost a utility of some sort, and people are posting stuff to sell on there. Marketplace. So they're making a living off of there. They're putting their businesses' uh, products on there. They're putting their personal products on there. So they're making a living off there. So yeah, it is a utility of some sort. And, and I mean, you've argued with people before about like new technologies. People say like, "Oh, why does this poor person on assistance have a cell phone?" It's like, because you need a cell phone. Yeah, you, you need, need a laptop. You have to, because you know jobs times take, times are different. A lot of jobs don't even have uh, paper applications. You, you have anymore. to go online. You, you, you have, have to. to have a way online. Yeah, and so it's it's a big thing's going to come. I think between when does these businesses get so relied on? And you know, I I remember hearing at one point that some jobs actually recommend or not recommend, but like actually make you have like a Twitter account mm-hmm. so you can interact with clientele or other you know businesses and stuff like that so the world has completely changed and the requirements of jobs have completely changed and you know here soon we may not even go to places of work we may just be using our cell phones to work of some nature you know you wake up and you'll have a to-do list of some sort in the future and that's what that'll be how you get paid and you know you'll just be a contract worker and we'll all be on universal in- income of some sort sounds like an episode of a uh, black mirror yeah yeah it's coming dude it is uh, you it's the way of the future these companies are greedy dude and they don't want to fucking pay anybody they don't want to pay they don't want to pay for a fucking building to be built they don't want to pay the taxes on that building they they don't even want to own a building in the united states they want to own a building in another country they want to own a po box yeah, yeah. They want to own another bill or rent an office of some sort in a country that doesn't have taxes. So they're paying no taxes at all. And then they want to, you know, profit as much as they can and not pay anybody. That's what that's what the world has come to nowadays. They probably just give you a brand new phone and be like, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And they'll write they'll they'll keep they'll keep investing in technology and eliminating jobs until they can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. Until they they know they can't get by with it. And that's what I try to tell people. They're like, well, we this place will always float with us because we get, we know this and that. I'm like, think again, motherfucker. The hammer is going to drop one day, and you're going to feel fucking salty. Everybody can be replaced. Yep. Yes, yeah, so you have to realize that uh, for a lot of businesses, you know, you're not an asset. You're an expense. Yeah. yeah. You know. They don't want to pay your fucking insurance. To, even even a to a big company, you're just a burger flipper, and yeah. they will replace you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. All these people want to... Uh, talk shit about burger flippers and all that motherfucker everybody's a burger flipper except for fucking doctors and lawyers <laughs> just a different form of it and, yeah, and that, i know that's the argument 
Like if everybody went off and been a doc- became a doctor tomorrow, you'd still need burger flippers. You still yeah. got to pay them something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe burger flippers are the most important people in the fucking world, I think. Hey. When people you, when you go when you go through that when you go through McDonald's at 1 a.m. and you want that burger and fries and a shake or whatever and you don't you can't get it, you're pretty pissed off. But you know, eventually they'll make a machine that you know has the time just, and just slap the patty right on the button. Precision yeah. down to make the perfect McDonald's hamburger. And then it just spits it out and sends it down a belt and opens it up in the Bay Area and you just grab your shit and drive off. Mm-hmm. Then you just got to have another person who gave able to program that and fix it now. Then there, it, so. Well, there'll be some asshole that just sits in there, you know, yep. is watching shit on his phone all night. Like, this is the best job ever. That's going to be Kyle. Yeah. No, because no, you don't want to deal with all that shit. But uh, so how do you guys feel about taking a break and then we'll get to crazy news and the rest of our... Topics. We got a little carried away there. Yeah, sounds good. It's our, uh, it's our political quarter hour there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I I hate to say it. I don't like to get political on the show. I like it to be an entertainment show. But at the same time, we have our bitch sessions. I love it. Well, it's it's censoring. It's censoring yeah. your media. What we can do. So yeah, it, it, it should it, be. Bitch it about. impacts the media part of the show. Yeah. Well, everybody should be talking about like like these giant companies that we yeah. rely on. Yeah. Know, for what they are now. All right, folks, so we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll be back for the rest of the show. All right, and we are back for the second half of our show, and let's just get it going with some crazy news. I love that fucking intro. It just gets me pumped. It, you know, I look forward to it every week. Do you? Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think you you look forward to it. You seem to get down when I play it. I love it. All right, so here's the first story. We're going to breeze through these. Man pushes BMW birthday gift into a river because he was angry. It wasn't a Jaguar. Did I say that right? Jaguar. Jaguar. I don't know if you said it right, but... Uh, <laughs> Along the lines of what they, rich people say? They, they should put you in the car, Ed. Yeah. According to Daily Mail, Akash from, uh, what is this, Harana? Harana. Believed to be the son of a local landlord, ditched the BMW M3 in the river, but later joined other drivers to try to save it. BMWs cost around 3.5 million rupees. Is that how you say that? Rupees. rupees. Yeah. About 49,000 locally, while Jaguars are more expensive, costing about 5 million rupees, or 70,000. Local police are investigating the incident. How fucking spoiled are you to, like, big... Was this like know, a Sweet 16 present? Yeah. yeah. Do they still have that show? I don't think they yeah. have that one anymore. That's, that was a good show, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, even if you don't like the gift, just go and return or trade it in and get the one card that you wanted. <laughs> it's a fucking BMW as a gift. You must just suck up and take it. My God. That's a motherfucker that is entitled and spoiled and doesn't know what it's like to get... You well, know. on the news clip too, I saw as well as on Facebook that um supposedly that the kid lost control of the vehicle and it went into the water. That's what the dad said. But bullshit. I, yep. So he's covering up for him. Yeah. Well, if you're fuck you, dad. I don't want a he's jaguar. Saying, he's saying that for yeah. insurance purposes, so <laughs> yeah. he can get the car fucking paid for. Yeah. Yeah. If you if if you're the kind of person who can get a BMW as a gift, you can probably afford to just throw it in the river anyway. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> to him, he was like, "Fuck this car. I'll show that motherfucker for getting me this." This is gift. below my standards, dad. <laughs> He was like, I'm going to fucking drive this into the river and show that bitch. Get me a Jaguar next time for my birthday present. If his dad had any, had any backbone, he'd let it sit in the river and go get him one of those uh, 
Jaguar hood ornaments. Like, here you go. Yeah. Throw it on that baby. Yeah. You know what? If I was rich, I would pull that motherfucker out. And I just, I wouldn't get it cleaned or anything. I just like, you gotta, if it if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, oh well, fuck it. You're not gonna have anything. I would just get it pulled out. I'm like, hey, so I want you to go sit in the car. Yeah. Drop him in, push him in the fucking river. It's, it would stink like shit. I mean, mm-hmm. it'd be so dirty and nasty. But, you know, people like that, they don't do that. They're like, oh, well, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I messed up. Let me fix it. Fuck you. Now, if, if you're, uh, if the girl had hit you had been driving like a BMW. Would you have got her no- her number and her information and been like, yeah, you're just going to have to get me a new car. This one's ruined. <laughs> it was the front end, it would have been. No, uh, no, probably not. <laughs> I, it would have went down the same way. And it, Rob was like, you know, for those of you that don't know, I've had a dented front end. It's not terrible, but you notice it right when you get up. Most people don't even notice mm-hmm. it. But if she would have, like, clipped me on the front, I would have been like, man, you fucked my front end up. Yeah. I need your insurance number now, please. Yeah, I'd I'd have went for that. I'd have got my front end fixed big time. But no, the back end's fine, so. Uh, Okay, so moving on. We are going to go to man wearing TV on head caught on camera leaving old TVs on Virginia front porches. This is like some, some like, what do they call that, creepypasta stuff? Yeah. Did you originally share this? I think I shared it to you guys the other morning. He straight up got like an, an old... Two TV, TV yeah. on his head. He's just dropping like 13-inch TVs off. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Henrico County, Virginia. Residents living in a Virginia neighborhood woke up to find free televisions on their doorsteps. It sounds like a great gift until you see the older box sets left at the homes. He's committed to his trade, said homeowner Jim Brooksbank. No need to adjust that dial. Doorbell surveillance cameras captured the man with a TV set over his head laying an older set down on someone's front porch and just walking off. He like, wants to be known as the TV Santa Claus. I don't know, Brooks Bank told uh, WTVR-TV. The bizarre discovery happened Sunday morning in Henrico's Hampshire neighborhood. Outdated boxes were found at more than 50 homes. Holy shit, that's a lot of effort. He, he was he was busy. Like You'd have to have like a van or something yeah, to haul, just, like, just to haul all those around. Do you think he was listening to like Metallica, like Master of Puppets, while he was doing that? Something like yeah, was fucking like hustling, running them up and down uh, porches and shit. We got an old tube style TV, thirteen inch. Said Brooksbank. I thought my son brought it home, but apparently not. They had way too much time on their hands if they had all these TVs and spread them all over the neighborhood. Said homeowner Michael Kroll. Henrico police are tuned into the situation. They have security camera video from multiple neighbors, but think that it's only a prank targeting no one in particular at most this seems to be more an inconvenience to the community said one officer <laughs> uh, sweetie we've got another 13 inch tube on the uh, porch i thought we threw that away in 1997 i thought we gave all those out to the homeless people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> officers and county workers spent sunday morning picking up the old units and hauling them away <laughs> How do you like to be the guy that gets called out to Jane's house? And I saw it on the news, too, and these cops look pissed. They're like, we got to pick up fucking TVs. Like, like the rookie's first day on the job. Yeah. Like, get your ass out there. Like, I'd just be like, just throw it away. Like, I'm not picking it up. Well, here's the thing. My my buddy asked me, like, why do you think he did this? And I, I, I said, well, it's either like, like some prank art thing, you know? Like, it's really creepy to watch some of these doorbell cameras. Like, the guy just turns back with his TV face and, like, waves or something. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really creepy. But the other thing is, you can't just throw TVs away. You have to pay for them. 
and you have to pay based on the size. So like a 10-inch TV, a 20-inch TV, you have to pay by the inch of the TV to get rid of it. So my thing is maybe this guy just had a bunch of TVs he didn't want to pay. We threw a bunch of TVs away about a year ago. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. And they just took them. They were like, they're not supposed to. Yeah, our trash company to take them. Yeah, you're supposed they're supposed to pay to have them. I don't know what they do with them exactly. Fuck that. We pay to have the fucking trash picked up. They they came and got them. Yeah, it's (laughs) like an environmental thing. Uh, This is the second time the TV set mystery has played out in Glen Allen. The same thing happened in a different neighborhood last August. I think it's just a prank some college students who are just bored, said Crawl. It's summer and people are getting ready to go back to school. Maybe TV Man was just ready to strike and put a little humor in our lives, added Brooks Bank. In absence of knowing the brains inside the box, these homeowners are left only to guess what it all means. According to Hirinko police, the only real crime committed was illegal dumping. <laughs> yeah, they're true. Yeah, that is creepy, though. They should make a horror movie out of that. Well, you see, that, that was my yeah. thought. That like uh, this is like the beginning of some movie where some entity is gonna like uh, um, send like a brain virus through all your digital TVs. Yeah, and the only thing that's gonna stop it is like your analog watching your analog TV. So we're all, gonna, we're all gonna have to. What go if back he's to a madman and he actually put like bombs in him when you right. turn the TV on? <laughs> that would be really fucked up. Yeah, you can really make it old. So yeah, I mean, I guess the police should take this somewhat seriously and you know actually open one of these things up and see if what's in it and. Maybe he's creepy and he put like cameras in him or something to watch people. <laughs> I don't think I don't think you have. I don't think you could assume that anybody would keep it or take it in. Oh yeah, they throw it away. They just throw it right yeah. back away. Well, there's always that one person that I got free you, you TV. Never, you never know who the hoarder is, <laughs> and they might pick it up and put it in the house and plug it in. Like we're gonna watch something on this. Well, of course, bitch. I don't think they even work anymore though, right? Because it's all switched to digital antennas. Not, they wouldn't work with like uh, you know regular TV. Yeah. I mean, you could get an adapter for them, and they would work. So, yeah, it is what it is, I guess. Wow, that's an interesting story, though. Yeah. So it's really, it's a, it's kind of a creepy image. Yeah. You can watch the video. <laughs> like, I'd be freaked the fuck out. Like, I, <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay, so I cut two stories to save for next week. You ready for this last one? It's It's a good one. American with no medical training ran center for malnourished Ugandan kids. 105 of them died. What a shocker. Uh, this was a hot sauce fine, too. Yeah, it was. Say. But how is this possible? I just, you know, thinking about it. Ten years ago, Renee Bach left her home in Virginia to set up a charity to help children in Uganda. One of her first moves was to start uh, a blog chronicling her experiences. Among the most uh, momentous... On Sunday morning on October 2011, a couple from the village some distance away showed up at Box Center carrying a small bundle. When I pulled the covering uh, back, my eyes uh, widened, Bach wrote in the blog. For under the blanket lay a small but very, very small and pale baby girl. Her breaths were frighteningly slow. The baby's name is Patricia. She's nine months old. Bach went on to write that Patricia had fallen sick three weeks earlier. But her parents had been able to find anyone closer to home who could cure her. Then Bach, uh, then wrote Bach, one of the relatives told them about a hospital with a white doctor. Oh, a white doctor. Hmm. Except Bach was not a doctor. She was a 20-year-old high school graduate with no medical training. And not only was her center not a hospital, at the time it didn't even employ a single doctor. Yet from 2010... Through 2015, Bach says she took in 940 severely malnourished children 
and 105 of them died. Now Bach is being sued by Ugandan civil court, something that I was supposed to do. How could a young American with no medical training even contemplate caring for critically ill children in a foreign country? To understand, it helps to know the place where Bach set up her operation. The city of Jinja. Is that how you say that? I don't know. Sounds close. Uh, had already become a hub of American volunteerism by the time she arrived. A sprawling city of tens of thousands of people on the shores of Lake Victoria, Jinja, is surrounded by rural villages considerably poverty. Uh, U.S. missionaries had set up a host of charities there, and soon American teens raised in mostly evangelical churches were streaming in to volunteer to them. That's the problem right here. Yes, it is. Bach was one of these teens on her first trip in 2007. She worked at a missionary-run orphanage, staying uh, on for nine months. Jesus. Once back home in Virginia, Bach, now 19 years old, came to the life-changing conclusion she should move to Jinja full-time and set up her own charity. What a fucking nut job. In an interview with NPR, Bach says it felt like a calling from God that you're now getting sued for. Yep. It was very, very profound feeling and experience. It's kind of hard to even describe in words, she says. Like, there was something that I was supposed to do. Whatever. Maybe get a, maybe get a medical license. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you want to help people go to school and become a doctor, then you go fucking help them. Take, a, take one with you. Yeah, yeah, you fucking idiot. That's the most common thing to do, so. I hope she goes that. to jail. Like, I hope they just they just put her in jail and, you know, there's just some terrible punishment for it. Like, use some common sense, you fucking idiot. At first, Bach wasn't sure what that was beyond a sense that it should be uh, addressed some need that wasn't already being met by existing charities. Yeah, there's all kinds of other charities there. Why do you need to go set up something? Yeah. is my thing. Go work with those charities. Then you won't get sued, maybe. Uh, funded by many raised through the church, uh, circles back home, Bach rented a large house in one of Jinja's poorest uh, districts called Masis and began testing out options, including starting a program to serve a free hot meal to neighborhood children. So, I mean, her heart's in the right place. She's trying this. Yeah. That's fine if you're serving out meals and everything, but you can't give these people medical attention. Yeah, especially if you have no medical background yeah. at all. Twice a week, about 1,000 of them would line up on Bach's house to receive a bowl of food. Bach named her charity Serving His Children. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. For those of you... Uh, Kyle is laughing and rolling his eyes, too. <laughs> this is very comedic for him. According to Bach, word of her feeding program spread through Jinja. In the fall of 2009, she said she got a call from a staffer at a local children's hospital asking if she could help out with uh, several severely malnourished children. Bach says uh, the staffer told her that from a medical standpoint, these kids have been stabilized. They just needed to be fed back to health. Could Bach take them in? Bach says seeing a child in this state in possibly thin arms, ribs poking out, sunken eyes, was almost an out-of-body experience. Yes, it would be an out-of-body experience. And a sense of, oh my goodness, this isn't right. This needs to stop. You can't save the world, people. We just need to tell these people that. They still won't listen. Yeah, the sooner you come to this conclusion, the better off you'll be at life. But man, this is, this is a long article. I'm not going to finish the rest of it. Do you, do you think I should finish the rest of it? No, I think we got just this. we got the gist of it. Yeah. But you know, so it sounds like you know they tricked her in a well. The hospitals kind of dumped some people on her, but still, I mean, it's one thing to give meals out to you know local towns or some sort like that, or have a food bank. 
But to take people in and care for them, that's a completely different story. Yeah, if you have a calling and you want to help, that's fantastic. You do what you can, but when it comes to medical and you have no idea, then you shouldn't fucking do that. Like If you want to set up meals and donations, stuff like that, that's great, but you can't be treating people you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> well, you're not licensed, and yes, the government can sue you in a different country if you're not treating them. They do have their own laws. Yeah. And uh, you do have to abide by them when you're a guest in that country. And if you're not a licensed professional and they find that out and 105 people die on your watch, I mean, out of 900 and whatever she said, I guess that, uh, would that what, what percent would that be, Kyle? You're a good math guy. I'll say that's at least the ratio is pretty good. Yeah, but I, mean, I mean, the ratio <laughs> yeah. is somewhat good there, but you still had 105 people die on your count. And those people are, they're going to look for a reason to blame anybody. Do you want to be the scapegoat because you think you're doing God's work? Hopefully, God will be on your side when you're in that uh, judicial room because, you know, they don't have the same laws that we have. They could, they could kill you right on the spot, probably. Yeah, they would. They don't give a shit. Yeah. Like you kill 105 Some people. Some fucked up shit, man. Yeah. They don't care. And the fact that you think God sent you there, uh, I just don't see... Her argument may be, a, she's an evangelic or whatever that fucking word is. Evangelical. Evangelical, whatever. Yeah. I, can't, I can't even say it because it irritates me. <laughs> they're, a little, they're a little out there. Um, Very out there, in my opinion. You know, chumps our vessel. But... She was chosen. You got to use some common sense when you do something like this. It's one thing, like, she could have went over and volunteered with a charity and been, been equally as... Uh, Effective. Uh, effective or successful. Instead, she got in over her head, and now she's going to pay the price for you know, doing that because it sounds like they're pissed, and they want justice for those 105 kids that died. You know, this sounds like a case of a, I'm assuming, somewhat well-off white person. Sounds about she's right. That, she's a white person, yeah. that's for sure, but I'm assuming well-off-ish Going over to help people, and it's one thing. Like, just take some money over there and get them some food if you want to. do That's fine. The best way, the best way to help people in charity cause. Don't is say it. Don't say it. Donate money. Don't say it. Don't say raise taxes. I'm not going to say <laughs> raise taxes, but donate money if you want to help. Don't you know? Don't give your empty cans to food food banks or anything. Give them money, and they can go out and they can buy the food that they need and follow a specific timeline for when the food is going to uh, last and get there and expire, obviously. And it's just, it's a better scenario. <laughs> she could have raised money and been equally as effective as Rob said. But there's, yeah. a, but there's a very fine line between doing something. You know, all Any of us could send money and, and yeah. help with meals and all that. But if she was misrepresenting herself as some sort of... I think I think in a way she was. Well, here's uh, this is a different article talking about it, but it says um, her attorney admitted that she assisted quote nurses in some cases, but not say which procedures she ever performed. Photographs which Mm. surfaced online before the lawsuit show her wearing a stethoscope to treat kids. Uh huh. Now, so if she was if she was misrepresenting herself as some sort of uh, so who who runs a who runs. Uh, a, a center food bank, a food bank basically. for malnourished children, Where and uses a, a stethoscope. You know, you know how to use one. You're a, you're a trained nurse. Yeah. So if she, you know, it's it's possible to be sympathetic to her cause. Do you think she was putting it on their bellies, and she was like, "It sounds like you're hungry. Let's <laughs> get you some food. That's all you need." 
I don't, if they're hungry enough, you don't need a stethoscope for that. No, yeah. as you, as she mentioned, you Your know, skinny bony you arms, see their, yeah, the bony ribs. ribs and the sunken in eyes Star- and starving Marvin from South Park. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm I'm almost tempted to be kind of sympathetic for her aims, but at the same time, like it'd be one thing if if somebody brought like a starving kid up to you and said, "Help me feed my baby." But right. On the other hand, like if I, you know, if if she's misrepresenting herself in some fashion as you know, these these kids don't need food. They need like IVs and stuff. Yeah, you know? they need to be hydrated. Yeah. And mm. so I, I, I'm tempted to be sympathetic, but at the same time, it it really sounds like she she got some stu- some people dumped on her that they needed to get out of you know and obviously accommodate more people, mm. the actual nurses and doctors, and then it just it just probably overtook her at that point. She probably thought, well, I'm part of the team. I guess she over here. I'm a professional. And you know, it just, she, she it probably, probably got thought, out of hand. She probably thought Jesus was on her side and he'd take care of everything. Yeah. He's well, he's probably representing her right now. Jesus chose me, so I have the hand to I'm not heal. going to jail because Jesus will get me out of this. Here here's Jesus. <laughs> I ain't helping you, bitch. Mm-mm. Do you think like, you ever see those uh memes of Jesus whispering? Yeah. Like like I we gotta find a picture of her in like a, the Ugandi courtroom. And have Jesus whispering to her like, "You fucked up, bitch." <laughs> I I'm gonna help you on out on this one. You think Jesus would say, "Bitch"? Or I you think he'd be I, like, "You I, fucked I, up, Mo." I think yeah. I wouldn't say, "Bitch." I you done fucked up. I think I think Jesus has a sense of humor, and he would relate to today's youth, and he'd say, "Bitch." <laughs> he just wipe his hands like, "Okay, can't help you here." You fucked up, bitch. Time to pay the piper. <laughs> pray pray long and hard. Yeah. Yep, you better pray you don't have to go through what most of these people do when they go to jail. Because it ain't fun. You have a rough time, bitch. Okay, so moving on to the more entertainment side of the show. Uh, so there's rumors flying around that Hugh McGregor has signed on to do an Obi-Wan Kenobi series for Disney+. Plus. What do you guys think? Disney owns the world, so this, they're going to make it happen. Yeah? Oh, yeah, they'll make it happen. Okay. They don't own Ewan McGregor, sir. If he don't want to do it, he won't do it. Oh, trust me. Unless they throw <laughs> like money. He's still yeah, trying did. to get James Bond, for God's sakes. No, is he, he? Might, he might be a little too old for that at that point. Yeah, he's past mm-hmm. it now. He, that's like his heartbreak, you know, that uh, what's-his-face beat him out for James Bond, Daniel Craig. I don't, I don't know if I could see McGregor as Bond, particularly anyway. No, I don't yeah. like it. Our buddy Gaylord would argue with us. He's yeah. a big... You McGregor fan, he was. Well, heart, I mean, I like heartbroken. I, I, I like him, but I don't, I don't see him as Bond. Yeah, but I do see him as Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I'm not a big fan, admittedly, of the uh, prequel trilogy. I think it's largely three not good movies. Not that there's not some stuff good about it. And I, I think there's good things in each of those movies, but I don't think that they're collectively as good as the originals. No. I think they're just crap movies. I think they could have been better movies. But you know George Lucas was. Being but I, George Lucas. I will say this: I like Ewan McGregor yeah. as Obi Young Obi Wan Kenobi. You're, if yeah. you're going to pick like ten things to say from that movie, Ewan McGregor is Obi Wan. He's like, an in the awesome. Top three. He's yeah. an awesome young Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, and I I think you know a series now with the way that they know how to shoot and they know how to capture what the the you know the the casual Star Wars fans like and enjoy, they'll be able to make a a decent series out of it. Oh yeah. Is it going to be a, a a series that keeps going? Probably not. Well, I, I believe a lot of sites have said it's just going to be a mini series. Yeah, it, it, I think it'll just be something to kind of wrap up 
his uh, what he's been up to up until that's episode what everybody six. everybody wants to know. What was what was the involvement between episode three and four? Obi Wan was just out chilling in the sand. In the, yeah, fighting off uh, the sand people. Yeah, mm-hmm. get off my lawn. Get off my sand patch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they they what what sounds did those sand people make? That that scream sound. The, yeah, I can't do. Could you imagine having to chase that away every night? Like, get off my fucking <laughs> property. Yeah, that fucking weird ass scream. <laughs> so, as far as Star Wars properties go, I, I'd like to see that one. As far as showing old characters. He's one that I'd be interested in seeing. It's crazy because this week there was like a flurry of like Disney Plus news. Like they're moving full steam ahead and hiring a fuck ton of people for shows. Yeah. Like they're they're going full on into this and they're not backing off, they're period. T- they're taking over. Yeah, they're they're gonna make Disney Plus a fucking success. No question. Yeah, it's it's coming. We've already quick. talked about bundling it with Hulu and whatever. So that's what we we talked about last week. Like yeah. it's coming with Hulu and uh, Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, so it's going to be a very attractive thing for only like twelve ninety nine a month. Yeah, I mean you that's know, we, everything you need, basically. Uh, yeah, we, we talked about this before, way back when we started talking about Disney Plus. Like, that's almost too cheap. Yeah, because it doesn't force you to like get rid of your Netflix. Oh, it's going to fuck with Netflix and yeah. HBO Go. Major and, time. Yeah. yeah they, I mean, they're literally putting a big fuck you out to the rest of the industry. Yeah, so it's going to be. Uh, I'd be interested. In Hopefully, that it lowers my HBO bill a little bit. Well, you know, they're gonna have to compete with them. I thought they, I thought HBO was starting a new streaming service or something called HBO Max. I don't know. I have yeah, no idea. They're gonna have like a, it's it's, it's gonna be HBO and then some or whatever. Like okay, like uh, new Doctor Who's are gonna stream on there and everything. Why but, can't I just get HBO and everything be involved? I don't want to yeah. buy another HBO package. Yeah, yeah, I'm not certain if it's gonna be in addition to or whatever. So it's Fuck like, them. It, we're getting to that point where it's going to be like cable again, where you've got to yeah. buy like 10 streaming services. Basically, it's just a different form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think it's safe to say we're all excited for an Obi-Wan series. Yeah, I'd, I'd, check I'd definitely it out. check it out. I, I, I do hope he comes back and do, does one. Yeah. But I, I you know, I, this one article said, so said rumored. Then I did see a couple more where they were actually reporting it. So I think I think those are being a little hasty. Yeah, most most of the reputable sites. But this has been like a rumor for some some time now. Yeah, well, I think I think most of them seem to agree that it's likely, like, or at least that Disney wants to do it. I, I haven't seen anybody report yet that yeah, Ewan McGregor is definitely in or anything like that. So nobody's nobody, as far as I know, has confirmed it. But we'll but, keep looking and we'll let somebody know. When but it's happen. it's certainly one I think a lot of people, especially Star Wars fans, would like to see. We all want to yeah. know. Yeah, I like to see that. And plus, I mean, it's Ewan McGregor. I mean, I want to know if Obi Wan got down after he was retired as a Jedi. Probably did. And maybe you know, confirm some other things about the new Star Wars movies that Good. everybody seems to have rumored. I don't know. A lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so. I watched Glow season three this week. I didn't finish it, but I can tell you, Glow is everything as advertised. And if you like the first two seasons, you're gonna love season three. Yeah, I have to watch it. Uh, it gets into a little bit of the um, the hardships that these girls went through, mm. obviously with them wrestling. But it's it, man, it's such a good show, and everybody's so casted, you know, well in it. Yeah, Mark Maron is like my hero in that show. I fucking love Mark Maron in Mark, that show. Mark Maron's awesome. 
But uh, and then Alice, uh, Allison Brie, she's dynamite in it. Uh, what's the girl that plays uh, Liberty Bell? Um, I I don't know her name, but the, I know she's actually in the new um the the movie that just got um the hunt. Yeah, yeah. so look it up. Oh, that's what I'm doing right now. I have not watched Glow yet. You would, I think you'll like it. What's that glorious ladies of wrestling or whatever? Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all based on you know the real glow. Obviously, there's did, some things did, changed around. I did see the uh, the Netflix trailer for it while I was scrolling through looking for some stuff. Yeah, so it's definitely, it definitely looks like a yeah. I mean, there's quality show. there's a lot of there's a lot of boobies in this season too. I'm going to tell you that right now. There's a lot of nudity and her name is Betty Gilpin. Yeah, Betty Gilpin. Uh, she's really good in this season mm-hmm. uh, compared to the previous seasons. They really give her a lot of uh, um, I don't know how to say it. I, mean, I, I don't want to say hardships or whatever, but I mean, yeah, you do see the hardships in these people because uh, they're no longer in L.A. In the first two seasons, they're in L.A. filming Glow on for TV station, and they lose their contract at the end of season two, and they have to go. They end up finding a deal to to do a show in Vegas every night, and you just see how the girls are away from their home, and everybody is, and they yeah. they're just they end up they don't want to go to Vegas. They fucking hate it. And they end up loving it, <laughs> and and then you see like the hardships that they go through, like all the bumps they're taking is because they're wrestlers and to them, they're performers. They, they finally have the out, you know, the, the fame that they want of some sort. And these girls, they go through and they take all these bumps. And before you know it, they're, they're drinking wine left and right and down in pills to, you know, deal with the pain. And it's, it shows you how the industry is hard on your body. When you're in the, the wrestling business, it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a woman, or, you know, if it was WWF or Glow, yeah, they're taking the same kind of bumps, and it, it, it's wear and tear on your yeah. body, and they see it. I mean, well, you see it unfold in this season. Yeah, even with uh, Betty Gilpin, scared for Debbie, she has yeah. a newborn, so she's away from her, her baby, so she's always, you know, I yeah. miss my son, and, well, and then hardships. She, and then there's part of the season where she has her son in Vegas, and it's a challenge to watch him in <laughs> Vegas and deal with, you know, the environment of the casino and... Mm. Uh, you know, deal with her being a professional uh, in some sort too, but it's a really good series. And even if you don't like wrestling, you'll love this show. It's it's well done. It's comedic. Uh, and there's lots of humor in it. And then you know, you find yourself rooting for characters to do the do the right thing and be with this person and not with that person. Yeah. And uh, you you just find yourself rooting for all these characters. And hoping that everything works out for them because you you see how much they're struggling and you know o- over the span of the three seasons you see lows and then you see them get the highs and then back down into the lows yeah and you don't want you don't you never want to see a character go on that roller coaster you want them to kick ass and and have a happy ending of some sort unless you're just a hateful fuck <laughs> but. Well- well, even if you're like, you know, like, you know, we're wrestling fans and we watch documentaries about wrestling and it's, you see the hardships of it and you actually see that in Glow. Yeah. You know, they're doing their job, but then the personal life's affected and, you know, taking oh, yeah. the bumps hurt. So you get that aspect of it. But this, it, this one really, uh, it, it's different because they're in Vegas and you see that these, some of them get caught up in the mm-hmm. Vegas lifestyle mm-hmm. and Vegas in the 80s was crazy, obviously. Yeah. But and it, you know to a certain extent Vegas is a little crazy nowadays. I, I mean I've been to Vegas. Anybody that's been to Vegas will tell you you don't go to sleep. 
No. I mean, you take naps when you go to Vegas, and then you're up and you're at it again. And there's a reason why there's lights everywhere, so you don't want to go to sleep. The city never sleeps. Yeah. But phenomenal show. Uh, everybody gives phenomenal performances. And, you know, like I said, it's really close to the real-life story. And when you watch Glow, after you're done with it, you can watch the... They actually have a documentary on Netflix about Glow. Yeah. And you can see, like, how close they are to the original characters and the women that made the characters. And it's really good, too. It's really good. Yeah, it's it's a good series. And, you know, all this all this dramatic talk is well and good, but, Rob, tell me about the matches. What are the matches like? I mean, you're the you're the match critique here. I mean, you know, they're not great they're, matches. Oh, I no, mean, they're not. They, great they were all self taught. They didn't really have any wrestling training. They kind of did in the first season. They had some actual wrestlers, mm-hmm. but I mean, no, no, not at all. No, but I mean, back then it was something new and fresh. And you know, you had you know characters like you know, like, women didn't really you know wrestle a whole lot back then. They were managers and yeah, know, they were girls. managers and other things. So it was really groundbreaking. For them to have like an all wrestling thing with all women, and uh, yeah, the matches aren't great, but they 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 made solid characters and they really got people invested in it. Like uh, one of the characters in in uh, Glow is called the Welfare Queen, and she comes out and talks about buying shrimp on everybody's dime. And, She's got a white fur coat, and you know that's back back in the day when people believed in mm-hmm. the content they were getting introduced to. So they were sold on that and really thought that she was a welfare queen and talking shit to them in their <laughs> face, you know. And one girl's from Russia and she's Russian and so she's like hates America. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. back in the day when people thought wrestling was real. So it was groundbreaking and it was pretty. Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, don't I'm, tell Rob he doesn't know yet. Yeah, <laughs> it's fake. But I mean, it it was it, it was borderline genius for them to do that. I mean, because I mean, nowadays the women's wrestling is probably some of the best wrestling you can watch. Yeah, and you know, yeah, they're they're phenomenal women. They're they're gorgeous and everything, but they're actually really sound technique wrestlers. And as much as you hate to admit that or think it's funny, you know, for those that don't get into it, it, it is. They're very skilled, and they they put on a to me a better show than the men do nowadays. They can even UFC fighters like I like watching women because they go balls to the wall and want yeah. to knock it. Knock a chick out. Yeah, so. I mean, females are. I mean, it's it's a different world we live in today, and it's funny because in Glow they're looked down upon. Yeah, and they have to bust their ass. They have to work twice as hard to promote that show, and they had to work twice as hard to you know build their characters up and make a good show for people to come and watch and enjoy. So and it's nostalgia too because it's set in the eighties. Even like the beginning of it, yeah. the theme song, the Warrior. It's like it's so Any, good. Anything Gets set you in the eighties yeah. is just great. Yeah. So, I mean, if you like, like, uh, Stranger Things, I mean, you're going to get a, a similar vibe to it. It's just a different story. Mm. So, I mean, I highly recommend watching Glow. It's it's a good series. You'll fall in love with the characters, number one. Number two, I mean, you're going to find yourself rooting for the characters. Number three, you're going to laugh your ass off because there's funny parts left and right in that whole series. Mm. And, I mean, number four, you're just going to be thoroughly entertained, entertained with the whole series. Even Gina Davis is in this season, actually. Yeah, and I mean, it's an award. I don't know if it's an award-winning, but it's an award-nominated show. Mm -hmm. So it's a good quality show, and I I highly recommend everybody check it out. It's great. Get up to that new season of Glow and finish it. 
Because I don't know how many more seasons they can pump out of it. It I can't was, be many more. I probably, I, well, after I watch this, I would say maybe four seasons. If that. Yeah. But, I was surprised they did a third, honestly. Yeah, I am too. Well, I mean, they had to cover the, the Vegas stint. Yeah, I always forget about the Vegas stint of it. But that's all we have for you tonight. Can you believe it? Pumped out an hour and 20 minutes. You're pretty good at this. Yeah, you, I mean, you did contribute a little bit tonight, Mr. PBS, and I thank you for that. Oh, well, you know, I try. Not very hard, but I try. <laughs> Rob Zilla, you just did your thing. Breathe on the mic. I can hear you now. Hi, Ben. <laughs> See how quiet it got when he moved his face? <laughs> <laughs> so have you heard that, ladies and gentlemen? That, that, that's really why we call him Robzilla. <laughs> yeah, because he breathes on the microphone. He spits that hot fire on the microphone. <laughs> people, people at home don't notice. We have to get him a new microphone cover every week. Yeah. yeah, melts, melts. But as always, my call to action is to share the show. Um, the HBO thing will be over with tomorrow. Yep. So I have to get that and draw the names Sunday morning. And uh, so like call to action, like I said, share the show, share it with your mom, share it with your friend. Uh, Kyle, you should have brought business cards and threw them all over the Ohio Theater, but you didn't because you don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> and uh, Rob, you could be doing better, too. Rob was yeah. talking to a Starbucks lady about uh, she she believed the moon landing was fake. <laughs> I was like, you should have gave her a number and we could have called and interviewed her. I said, it's okay, because she works at the place I work at, so I can just slide her a card. So it's no problem. I really, I, I want to interview somebody like that, but I don't want them to come here. I just want to. <laughs> don't come in my sanctuary, You know, I, I thought about this a lot, because I was I, I was very into the uh, Apollo uh, 50th anniversary. Oh, so was I, man. I was right there with you on those posts. And uh, if you watched a lot of this stuff, you you know that there's a lot of video footage and even more like audio footage. So when you think about how what it would have taken to fake the moon landing, you have to realize just how many hours and hours and hours and hours of it is like documented. So if it yeah. if it was faked, it would have been like a master class. There's a uh, would be the greatest cut cover up ever. The Science Channel that I've been watching on PSVU, they had a a whole uh, season of debunking the moon landing uh, frauds mm-hmm. or whatever, something like that. So they spent a whole season. One one was one of the guys was an astronaut. One was a conspiracy theorist, and they debunked the moon landing faking. Mm-hmm. And they had scientists come in and explain all the things that conspiracy theorists think. And it was phenomenal, man. Some of the way they broke down and just shit on the conspiracy <laughs> theorists big time. And uh, one of the people in the uh, the NASA program back then, I think he was a control room guy. Mm-hmm. But he was like, do you realize that there, after all this time, the Russians would be nonstop proving that we didn't go? But instead, they acknowledged that we went from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Do you understand why? Because they watched for their, for themselves. They watched us walk on the moon. Mm-hmm. So they knew we were there. <laughs> they can confirm it. They were in space. They know these things, too. Well, I'm pretty sure you know we set up like uh, mirrors and stuff. For yeah. telescopes or whatever, yeah. So you can actually there's st- all that shit's still there yeah. on the moon. Yeah. yeah, if you've got enough of a high power telescope, you can still see some of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, but these fucking idiots can't get it through their mind. You know, they always think somebody's out to get them, or you know, somebody's not being truthful with them. I think that's a topic for a whole show right there. Oh, I know. We could do that. We could have that girl call in and ask yeah. her some questions. I'll give her a card Monday. Yeah. 
ask her uh, ask her what her PhD is in while she's working at Starbucks. PhD in coffee. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you, you know, some people have had degrees and work at Starbucks. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. They I'm really pretty sure this their... one doesn't have an astrophysics <laughs> degree. Pretty, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty confident of that. But, uh, you know, not to be rude or anything. Yeah. But, yeah, I would love to talk to somebody like that. I want to get in their head and I want to know why they think that we didn't go to the moon. Did you, what did, what did you get, Rob? What did you order? I just got a ice black coffee. Did you ask her not to touch it in case her stupidity was <laughs> contagious? <Yeah. laughs> uh, Rob would be coming over here like, did you guys know that the moon was faked? The moon landing was faked. Mm-hmm. And that they kidnapped uh, what's his face that made Space Odyssey, and they made him shoot the whole moon landing, and that's actually what we watched. They filmed it in Arizona. No, my favorite, my favorite. Which uh, I believe that really happened. I think they really did make that dude shoot a fake moon landing. Well, you know, my favorite joke about that is that, uh, of course, Stanley Kubrick faked the moon landing, but he's so meticulous he had to shoot it on location. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> But I think that they did that just in case they didn't land because they couldn't, you know, they couldn't have that fuck up. They had to, they had to land on the moon. Man, Nick, I mean, they made Nixon write two speeches. Nixon wrote a speech for if it if it didn't happen. Yeah, but it just so happens we fucking did it and we're the shit. There so you that's go. all there is to it. Yay, America! And we'll see you next. Hey, we'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what the content will be next week, but it'll be something entertaining and fun, obviously. And you know, who knows? Maybe we'll have a moon landing fake discussion. I've been wanting to do conspiracy theories for some time now, so maybe we'll do something like that too. But we just don't know yet. So you'll just have to tune in next week and find out. We we could all be mysteriously killed between yeah. now and then. So maybe we'll see you next week. I don't plan on that happening, hopefully. But have a good day. Have a good week, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever you know you're experiencing at the time when listening to this. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Sleazy Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and remember, listen to Sleazy.